Hello to all our friends in the United States, the UK and around the world. You're listening to Schalke... Schalke America? Schalke America. Ach, Schalke America. Glück auf, okay. Blau, weiß sein, liebe Lang. Herzlich willkommen zurück auf Schalke America. Welcome back, 2023. We're back. Uh, trying to remember how to do all this stuff again. Uh, my name is Richard Carmen, your host. Joining me as always, the co-host, Jack Mangan. Happy 2023. Happy 2023. Pretty fluid intro. I thought you were in pretty good form there. First one uh, of the year. Almost First of the fluid, season. <laughs> almost as fluid as the hair at the moment. Look, you got, you got the Vincer Piles of beard, the Vincer Piles of flow in full effect. Yeah, um, yeah. For those of you listening to this podcast today, you should definitely go to YouTube and see what we have going on. But I'm going to feast my eyes on at the moment. Oh, so anyway, my goodness. yeah. Good to be back in the saddle. Uh, I feel like we haven't done this in like literally a calendar year. So, um, yeah, we have to uh, shake the rust off a little bit. But here we, we go. do. We do. And uh, who else doesn't have to who else has to shake the rust off? It's Schalke. Uh, they're back uh preseason you want to take those friendlies and forget about them not the greatest results in the preseason but uh tonight we're gonna to talk about all the moves that's happened in the winter break uh talk about the game that we just passed against Eintracht Frankfurt and then look ahead to RB Leipzig which we play tomorrow on Tuesday midday so uh English Volker in effect and also again on Sunday we got Cologne coming up on the back end so it's been it's a lot to get into here so Jack, uh, let's just get into the transfer moves, huh? A couple, a few moves to talk about. People want to know who came in, who left. Uh, I want to know because I, I really wasn't paying attention that much. How about you? Were you, were you paying attention much to the moves that happened? Yeah, I mean, but I, I feel like there actually wasn't that much noise, especially given how long this Vincent Pausa was with the World Cup as well. When you talk about like the amount of time that it was spread across, it didn't seem like there was actually that much going on no. uh, in the transfer market for us. And uh at least not as much as we would potentially like, given what we think we probably need to accomplish to uh, to stay competitive here. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we knew going into this break that we had some issues, right? The goaltender, we were pretty fed up with Schwolov. Uh, defense was suspect at times. Midfield were okay. And the attack, just weren't scoring goals. So we knew we had some deficiency there. So let's see what we've done so far. One of the guys we were, oh, I guess all three of these guys, but one of the guys who started coming around towards the end of the first half uh, Florent Molette, he gets sold to Nantes. I guess uh, the expectation was he was going to come in and start playing, at least from him. Shaka were saying, we're not going to give it to you. You're in a rotation, at least under under Rice. And so he's gone. It looks like he's gone to Nantes uh, for $1.5 million. Uh, Florian Flick, fan of the show, or we're, we're fan of him, I should say. I mean, he might be a fan of the show. I don't know. He goes. He should be, based on how, yeah, the, the good press that we give him right now. Yeah, go ahead. I agree. No, he should. Uh, but he goes on loan to Nuremberg, and then uh, Kareem Chalanolu were weak in the left left back position, and he gets sold, or excuse me, loaned out to Sandhausen to link back up with um, Ahmed Katuchu. Uh, so three guys there. Uh, let's talk about the guys who left. Uh, first, the guy Molet, the new guy. He's he comes in and then he's gone again. What's that's baffling? Yeah, so Florian Molet. I mean, that's the most recent of the departures. Uh, this was just a couple of days ago as well, I think. And um, I mean, personally, I'm not too upset about it. Uh, as you mentioned, he kind of came on a little bit towards 
had some better moments, you know, that you could, that kind of stick out in the mind, uh, you know, towards the end of his time here. But in general, obviously struggled to get a foothold and was rarely impressive to me at all in any of his appearances. I didn't think he was particularly good. Um, and I don't really think he showed a whole lot. So uh, if we can get, you know, a little bit of money back for him, you know, and then move on, I, I'm not particularly upset about that. It really, it was, it was the two youngsters in, in Florian Flick and Karen Shannonoglu that I, I found surprising. Um, I think, you know, you can look at, Loan departures like that of, you know, Mar Marvin Peeringer um, in the yeah, summer, yeah. you know, as, as we kind of go into a season, presumably needing attacking help. And then we get rid of one of our more promising younger players. Um, you know, as you mentioned, thin at left back at the moment, uh, we on still injured. Right. Um, so uh, Chenanoglu, usually decent when he comes in. Um, and so the fact that we would have him move on is, is surprising. Once again, maybe just a case of. Um, you know, coaching staff making different player estimations and valuations than we do from afar. Um, and then Florian Flick as well, um, who, you know, not has not really done anything necessarily like stand out in terms of saying like, I should definitely be starting every game. But I, I think he's been as, you know, I think he's been solid and certainly like, you know, worthy of, of substitute minutes and the occasional start at a minimum. I think he's been like, you know, pretty much as good as anybody for the most part. Yeah. Um, with the exception of like Tom Krause, um, and you know, maybe, maybe crawl a little bit towards the end of the, you know, before the break, but like he's been up and down, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. So I yeah. think Flick is usually kind of a steady presence. Um, very surprised by those two departures and, uh, I don't know, hopefully, hopefully we don't regret it. That's all I can say. Yeah. Hopefully we don't re regret it. Uh, these are, you know, moves are if, and if nothing else, they're depth moves, uh, they're depth players that we, we could use. We're very thin as it is on the team overall and one of our starters teams go down we seem to struggle and so to have extra bodies at left back mid defensive midfield or in the uh, attacking midfield seems kind of silly but you know ho the hope is that we bring in some guys that help will help us stay in the league we are obviously dead last in the table i think we're five points behind uh, hurt the berlin at the moment uh, i was gonna say if you're listening in or you're watching right now drop in, in the chat and eric right on cue drops in good evening eric good evening good to hear you good to have you back on here um, so yeah, these moves are suspect, but I, like you said about Millet, I agree. At least if he's not going to play him, sell him, right? That's what the whole thing was with Harit was. Uh, so 1.5 million come back. Considering we only had 2 million euros to spend as it was, uh, to add another 1.5 to that for, you know, players we're potentially trying to buy, like, as you see on the right hand to the screen, latest rumors, Jelson Fernandez from Sporting Portugal, um and he cost two million euros right there so maybe that mullet deal right there could have you know you know afford him who knows but uh yeah it's it's interesting to see let's see who they brought in to maybe help us make this a little bit easier for us um we'll skip this last guy Bujalab. he's probably out of favor for good with us uh matt's in the house greetings matt um first off the guy who's the the man of the hour at least in my book uh sochiro kozuki uh, he came on in, in during the winter break uh, from this from the original Vest. The actually he came from the fifth tier division team. I forgot the team was, um, but he uh, he's been very impressive in the preseason. He was impressive. And the question was, would that translate into the Bundesliga? We saw the first game. He was one of our best players uh, right off the bat. Um, what are your thoughts on Kazuki? Uh, his early impact and uh, this uh, the, the cheap signing, I guess overall. Well, we're going with the Japanese whiskey this evening in honor of one Sochiro Kazuki, um, who, as you said, um, bursting out of the scene out of nowhere, really. This is not somebody who has an extensive professional history to even look back upon. 
Um, but I think we picked him up. Was it uh, Juran? I think potentially. I um, so. And then he was, as you said, playing in the original League of West uh, and tearing it up, honestly. Uh, you have to say. And so that was enough to catch the eye of obviously the first team. And so that's the kind of, you know, injection we potentially need into the, uh, the first team senior squad. And uh, here he is. And uh, yeah, made a big impact um, in this game. Uh, potentially unlucky to not have, you know, impacted the scoreline ultimately, but uh, certainly seems like potentially a stroke of huge genius out of nowhere to just kind of come find this person over the past, you know, six months to a year, whenever we, we recruited them in and then, um, you know, if, if that initial appearance was any indication of what we might expect from him the rest of the season, could ultimately prove to be a pretty huge thing. He's been everything so far, and granted, this is one game plus a preseason that we thought, I thought, Lee Dong Zhang would have provided with his uh, ability, technical ability on the ball. Uh, and what we saw the preseason and so far through the first game uh, back in the Rukurunda is that Kazuki, excuse me, I can't want to say Suzuki. Kazuki seems to be the guy who can provide some spark of much needed offensive spark that we've been lacking here uh, in the first half of the season so far. So good pickup there for sure. Um, moving on, we got uh, Timothy Kalachek. We got him just before the end of the um, end of the first half of the season. Uh, this is a depth player overall. You know, uh, I don't think we got the chance to see. Maybe saw a couple minutes of him at the very end against Byron or something like that. Um, a big name, or I guess a big name. A surprising move for me, youngster uh, Yuri Urinen uh, from Ligon that we got on loan. Um, when he came in, I wasn't sure about this because I didn't know about the Cholonolo move at the time. And I'm like, well, where is he going to fit? Is this, if it's a loan, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Oyan, I guess, is still injured. Obviously, Cholonolo has been uh, moved on to Sandhausen. So, makes sense, I guess. And uh, I was skeptical at first, but that first game, I was pleasantly surprised, Jack. Um... I don't know. I I, I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I thought he was fine-ish. Um, I I wasn't thrilled with our backline in general against Frankfurt for the most part. Um, so, but yeah, no, I mean, not 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 a bad performance. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, finish, which is a plus for all the Pookie fans. Uh, you know, bringing back another Finn to the club, so maybe That's we get right. some 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 Pookie power in there. I don't know, but um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, he's gonna need he's gonna need to you know do well once again because we don't have channel glue any longer um and uh yeah those, those that position and you know the opposite side of the pitch as well have been um trouble areas for us over the past couple seasons at times 100 100 uh another sticking on the loans uh nicholas tower uh from Mainz. we got um defensive midfielder i just i imagine he's me more of a depth player more than a than a starter obviously you mentioned you know some of the guys you mentioned kraus flick had a decent first half as well as crawl uh, Carl and Kraus seem to be the mainstays we saw from the first game that lots of back in the mix as well. So I would imagine, I don't know about you, what your thoughts are, but I would imagine Toyer, it would be more of a, a depth player uh, in this team, uh, unless you know something about him. Cause I don't know anything about him come from mine. No, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, which once again, just makes it weird. Like, why are we loaning Flick out and bring, you know what I mean? I don't know. Unless it's literally just like, Hey, we can't give him enough game time. Here's somebody who's okay with us not giving him enough game time and Flick can go get more elsewhere. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on, Michael Frey. We got to see him for a couple minutes into the game. Uh, big striker. I guess not big. He's smarter than the strikers we have, but he's he, he has a pension for scoring goals, at least at Royal Antwerp he, he had been. So um, I, I like the move so far. There's a chance we'll probably see him start tomorrow. Uh, some of the early prognostications is that he may get a start. I don't know why he would get a start over um, Poulter, but I mean, he brings another dimension. I, mean, I think he's a little bit faster than some of the guys we already have. 
he's a little bit more mobile. Um, he was he was in and around the net. I thought that the couple minutes that he was there, but it's still much early. I don't know much enough about him to say, yeah, he's a definitely guy we could bring in to relieve Toronto here now and then. But uh, thoughts on, on Michael Frey? Yeah, well, I th- but there was some drama too, right back at his parent club about um, yeah. his attitude and like his relationship with the coaching staff. So that's never we've been through that before. Um, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just kind of it, yeah, it's something that I would kind of like to avoid, given the issues we've had yeah. with that. And usually, if someone's trying to like you know leave a club for that reason, it doesn't necessarily bode well to how well they're going to integrate quickly. And you know, yeah. so we'll see. But yeah, hopefully, it's a successful loan move. Um, as far as Poulter goes, I believe he's still injured, so he's not available um, to start True. in place of Tirada. Yeah, and it just sounds like they think that. Tirada's just not on the pace. You know what I mean? Just not not up to it at the moment. Yeah. Um, and they want to try something else, So, uh, which you can understand. Uh, I, once again, I don't think it's been entirely Tirada's fault in the first half of the season. No. Um, you need to have service in order to score goals for the most part, and that's something that's been lacking. But, yeah, he also hasn't necessarily made the most of some of the opportunities he has had and hasn't found the ways to you know impact proceedings the way we were yeah. used to in the second division. It's been a pretty big drop-off. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with Fred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see what he can provide. Maybe we get to see him against uh, Leipzig in this one as well. A little bit more than we saw against um, against uh, Eintracht. And then lastly, fresh off the press over the last couple hours here, uh, Tim Skark over from Union Berlin. Originally, the deal was supposed to be on, and then Union said no, it's off. And then a lot of drama on this one, and back on. And so he's going to be uh, joining Schalke with a with a loan fee of two hundred fifty thousand euros. So. Um, I, this is it's got to be a good side. It's right winger. Uh, we only, already have Bruner on the right back. Center backs were still hurting. We'll get to that in, in the game recap. But um, right winger, I mean, we 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 need winger help. Scar could help us. Kozuki could help us. Uh, Bolter's obviously a fixture on the left hand side, but it doesn't mean he can't be replaced. You got Drexler who also uh, can provide wing opportunities. But a, a true winger, we don't really have outside maybe Kozuki now. So it's got to be a good move, right? Positive move. Yeah, Roven Schroeder, who? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no. no, but this is one I think that people are are pleased about uh, us being able to get over the line. Um, hasn't made an impact this season. I think only three substitute appearances, totaling something like 45 minutes of game time all season so far. Yeah. So you can understand why, you know, a lone move is on offer. But, you know, the previous season in the second division with us, you know, down there, um, he had, what, like five goals in 19 matches, um, you know, missed the entire first half of the season pretty much due to injury and then, you know, still managed to score five. Um, you know, if you, I think it, I, I think he had a couple of assists as well now anyway. But, you know, it made an impact and um, for whatever reason hasn't been able to replicate that in the Bundesliga. But, um, yeah, I'm certainly willing to take a chance on him um you know i think looking at this this frankfurt game i mean i think bolter as well for the most part kind of looked off the pace in the way that tarada has bolter had like you know one or two nice balls but just like we're not making the most of our attacking opportunities and and here's somebody that can you know potentially be a little bit more decisive make a difference so um yeah i think it's a nice pickup uh and glad we got that one over the line as you said it looked like it was dead for a little bit so funky funky hunters in the house follow them follow him on youtube makes great videos nine English, we're only speaking English here, nothing kind of Deutsch. Or we have a little bit, a little bit German, but we're not going to speak German. We're not going to insult ourselves by messing up the beautiful language, right? We're going to stick to English, what we know, what we barely know. <laughs> At least what I can speak for myself. <laughs> I've been putting in my practice on Duolingo, but I'm uh, quite, quite a far way uh, away from being able to uh, conduct a podcast in German at this point. So, yes. so unfortunately not. But we would, uh, during our live streams for the games, we will have German subtitles in there. Uh, so look out for that, I would say. But, uh, 
Where were we uh, before we uh, <laughs> um, chat's going wild now? Um, so a couple rumors here. So obviously we we mentioned uh, the the rumor of uh, Jelson Fernandez, uh, and that's a rumor I just heard as, as of recently. Uh, not too high on that though. Jeremy brought up a good point about um, uh, William Isidor, uh, which I heard is someone who could you know help us out a lot. I think, and we'll see. I mean, again. All we can really offer at this point is loan deals, probably maybe something very cheap. I can't expect us to do anything too crazy. I would almost focus on um, center backs at this point, considering how we saw at the end of the first half of the season and then what we saw this weekend. Um, center backs seem to be an area where we're off the pace as well. I think as much as the valiant effort as the guys have been putting back there. Yeah, I mean, we need, we need Vandenberg to, to get healthy, I think, in a, in a big way. Um, cause he's still recovering. I don't know like what his timetable is in terms of, you know, whether or not he's going to even be back in time to make a difference in the second half of the season, but that would be huge. Yeah. Because it's Matriciani and, uh, th th that pairing is not working well at the moment, unfortunately. There you go. Fresh off the press. Funky Hunter with a new video about Skark in eight hours. There you go. Go check that out. Uh, shock America is my Bible. That's right. That's right. It is. It's ours too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what the, what happens with these signings. But let's get into the game because that a uh, lot to talk about with the game. Um, we know the scoreline, 3 nothing to Eintracht for our first game of the second half of the season. Its game was deceiving in a way. Um, I mean, first, I mean, look at the lineups. Uh, Schwoloff and goal. Let me see if I can share this page here just so other people can see, huh? Uh, ba -ba -ba -bum. Gotta, I love the first day back. We're just trying to still figure this whole thing out, Jack. Uh, we're working. We're working progress here. It's all right. It's been a long break, my friends. Break. <laughs> all right. We're still shaking off the blues there. Yeah. With um, Sholoff in goal still. I think it was. Uh, I mean, I guess Ralph Fairman's not there yet. There's no one really other option than Sholoff at the moment, at least not in the eyes of Rice. Uh, Bruner, Yoshida, Matisiani, and then Uronen, the new guy, the Finnish player, uh, mm -hmm. dropped back there in the back four. Lots of back in the in the holding pivot position with Kraus in the middle. Kraus was a mainstay in the first half of the season. New man Kozuki on the right with uh, Larson. Larson was surprised to me that he got the start. And Bulter with, obviously, Toroda up top. For me, uh, I was surprised to see uh, not so much Kozuki start, but Urinen start. Maybe that's given the, the lack of players we have at the moment health-wise. It's not should be a surprise. And then lots of back in the lineup. Uh, thoughts on the on the lineup in this one? Yeah, I mean, with with we are not available, um, Ernan, I think was going to get the start probably. Uh, I th I think if, if I think Crawl was available, was he? Is he hurt as well? But yeah, I, I, think, I believe he is. Okay, yeah. So I mean, D Danny Lotza getting the start is is a little bit interesting, just because I don't think he's really been kind of the first name on the team sheet for the most of the time he's been here yet. Um, uh, Kazuki right into the starting lineup. And you see, yeah, Larson centrally, which we've talked about sometimes too. Like, I wonder if he could play centrally as opposed to like playing on like the wing, which he's been doing for the most part. So we're kind of finally seeing that. And then, uh, you know, Bolter and Torada getting the first look here um, to start the second half of the season, which I'm not upset about, obviously. Like once again, those guys have done a lot for us over the last couple of years. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, still want to give them a chance under Rice to see if they can impact things. But it sounds like potentially there may be a little bit of a short lease there, at least as far as Torada is concerned um, and us trying to rotate some new, some new talent in. Um, I think with the signing of, of, of young Timmy today, uh, that's possibly going to throw Bolter's place into jeopardy as well. Yeah. Um, because uh, I think they'll probably play him maybe on the left-hand side and keep Kazuki on the right. Um, Good show. Uh, yeah, it's going to be hard to take Kazuki off if he keeps impacting proceedings like he did uh, against Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and then looking at Frankfurt, uh, Kevin Trapp 
decent goal t- goal goalkeeper goaltender. I'm thinking about hockey now. Uh, you know, uh, looking at this lineup for them, obviously the danger men men. I should say, you know, Mario Gotsa, He's he's a little bit aged now, but he's still having a decent season. Uh, Lindstrom for me and and Kolomowani. Kolomowani leading the league in assists this year, so he's obviously a playmaker. And then Lindstrom just seems to have our number whenever we play him, uh, whether it's in the cup game or, or in the league game. Uh, and he's been he's been having a pretty good season overall. I mean, uh, he can score fancy goals when he gets the goals, and it showed this weekend. Uh, but uh, I mean, those are the main danger men for me. I, we knew it was gonna I knew it was gonna be a difficult day with Kevin Trapp because Kevin Trapp just seems to make big saves when he has to. Um, solid Bundesliga keeper. Thoughts on on their lineup? Yeah, uh, you know, Kamada is a favorite of mine. I think he's so classy. Um, uh, great movement off the ball, a lot of shoulder checks and everything. He's just um, there. You go on screen, Richard to go, no cap. There you go. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Kamada. I always love watching him play. He's, he's a dangerous presence. I think when you have like both him and Gertz on the same team, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of class on the ball potentially there, and some and some creativity as well. So um, yeah, and then Lindstrom was just. I mean that that Lindstrom Matriciani matchup uh, did not go in our favor to say no, the least uh, no. multiple times in this game and then yeah of course like you mentioned Colomani up top um, having a good campaign yeah yeah and uh, it's it's funny because I said this is this was a crazy game because the good news is we held Eintracht to three shots on goal the bad news is they scored all goals in each one of those shots um, I thought. We came out better. Obviously, Kozuki was a big impact on why I thought we looked good. A lot of opportunities came through him. Uronen had some opportunities as well with some in-swingers. Um, but, you know, we were – I thought at, at least at the time of the game, first 20 minutes or so, we probably were the more dominant of the teams uh, on display. We had better the, uh, the ball possession. And then they counter. We knew they are going to be deadly in the end of counter. And Lidstrom – Literally just slaloms through Matriciani in the defense and scores a freaking howitzer with his right foot or whatever it was. Um, and as soon as that goal went in, I'm like, ah, oh, come on, I'm like we got to pick it back up. But I was, it, it's 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 hard because it's we've seen this so many times this season where we felt like we were the better team and all of a sudden a goal gets happening and like like the Union Berlin game, right? We were doing pretty well until they scored their first goal. Yeah, uh, and it's just frustrating. Yeah, and I mean, the way that one came about was frustrating, too, because I think it came off of a goal kick. So it was kind of out of nothing. It was just like a long ball and then like two quick passes. And suddenly, you know, Lindstrom was sort of in behind um, and and uh, Matriciani backpedaling, you know, trying to figure it out. He ultimately he just gets him off balance. I think he actually megged him with the final touch as well. Yeah, he did. Um, he did. And oh. I, I don't want to be too difficult on Shvalov here because obviously, you know, he gets played into a 1v1. He hits the you know, he hits it with pace, but it's not necessarily out of his reach. Um, no, he just doesn't get his arm up in time. I don't know. So I don't want to be too difficult on Shvalov there because uh, Matriciani got burned and, you know, we kind of got burned in general very yeah. quickly. Um, and that buildup was, was quick buildup from them. But um, yeah, really well taken. Lindstrom. I mean, that's a that's a fantastic solo goal, honestly. Yeah. I mean, Matriciani at center back aside, that's still a pretty fantastic solo yeah. effort. So you got to give got to give credit there. But a good start overall. And I thought that, you know, Shaka looked very lively from the beginning, um, uh, trying to win back possession. Uh, when we lose it quickly, uh, putting a lot of pressure on them uh, and transitioning yeah. quickly, uh, I think the first ten minutes or so we looked, you know, we looked pretty sharp. So that was that was promising, and I think in general in this game, um, some some better organization showing, some structure, uh, which you would hope would be the case after you know he, uh, Rice had all this time off to kind of work with the team yeah. and uh, you know get his ideas across a little bit, uh, you know, with that break. But uh, yeah, I mean. I'm, Goal aside, not not the worst start possible. And Frankfurt's been a you know solid team this year, so this is I, th- I think that says something as well. It's the quality of the opponent too. 
Yeah, they're uh, currently second in the table, so they're having a pretty decent season here. Uh, definitely shout out to the boys of the Hey Eintracht Frankfurt podcast. Uh, they're having a fantastic season compared to us, for sure. We're at the opposite ends of the tables here. But yeah, after the first half, uh, down one nothing, they had the one shot on goal and a goal. Uh, we dominated pretty much every category except for the, the goal department. Uh, and so it's frustrating because, you know, we had this potential. We like just score the goals. I mean, the guys, all of them, uh, Kazuki had opportunities. Kazuki had a great header. I think first or second half, I can't remember, point blank, could he position it better? Yes. But, you know, great opportunity for the for the little guy. Uh, and then, obviously, Boulter and Torota and all the guys getting involved. Um, I was hopeful at that point. I think I was hopeful at that point going into the second half. Um, I think overall we were – it's an okay performance, but then, like, two late goals. Uh, up until the end of the game, uh, before that second goal was scored, I thought, okay, we got to get a goal here. We got to get a goal here. And then – Sure enough, they hit us with two late ones. I mean, yeah, they started getting in behind a little bit too easy. The fat, the last like fifteen yeah. minutes of that game opened it up. It opened up. Yeah, but I mean, for for the vast majority of that game, it was like a one nil deficit, um, and we were competitive and looking the more likely to score at times as well. And as you mentioned, I mean, we had we had more total shots. We had one more shot on target. The difference we had, we had four shots on target. They had three. Shvalov saved none of them. Yeah, and and Trap saved one hundred percent of them, and that was ultimately the difference. Um, I mean, to be fair, like Kazuki's header was kind of right at him. Yeah. Um, great but header, good nice reaction. Good yeah, reaction. yeah. I mean, great header, nice, nice contact, but like kind of right at him. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Uh, but he made a great save, I think, on that Torada header, um, yes. which kind of tipped it wide of the post. Uh, you know, and then ultimately uh, also on on Fry in like the you know was it like 95th minute or something like yeah. that, which was a pretty high XG opportunity. We won the XG battle in this game too. Unreal. Um, which you know, not, not don't want to obviously never read too much into single game XG stats, but like yeah. you know, and once again, when you're trying to evaluating the sum total of chances created and that kind of a thing, like once I think that goes to show that this was a decent, decent performance from this, and certainly I don't think necessarily a uh, a three nil result uh, on the balance of the full ninety minutes just kind of ended up that way late, but uh, ultimately that's the way it's been going for us, and we need to uh, performances are only going to go so far. Need points at some point if we're going to stay up. So uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we are dead last on the table, five points behind, at least at least five points behind uh, Hertha Berlin at the moment. So we need to get some. We need to get some points. I think we're nine, and they're on fourteen. Um, and so we need to find ways to get win. It's, these moral victories aren't good enough. Um, <laughs> Funky Hunter and Sambo giving love. Um, but yeah, overall the lineup, I think it was a, again, like you said, it's like there's some some positives to take away, right? The new guys did fairly well. Um, I don't think Shulov can be blamed for the first or third goal, right? Both of those were howitzers, could really do nothing. Second goal, you say what you you can say what you want about that. It's really poor defense on there. Um, overall, I mean, it, the big takeaways for me in the game are the center backs were off their pace, but Cristiani or anybody you know, that Lidstrom goal was fantastic. But I think position wise, he could have done a lot better. He looked more like a right back in a center back position on that goal. Uh, Yoshida looked found out on that was a second goal, maybe even third goal too. It's just, there, uh, there, yeah, there were a lot of moments. I think it seemed like Rice was trying to get us to play with a little bit more pressure and, and to step to people and, and put pressure on ball carriers and, and people receiving passes. Um, that seemed to be a kind of consistent thing this match. And I'm kind of concerned about the wisdom of that, yeah. given the personnel you have. Like, I can understand wanting to play that way. Um, but when your two center backs are Yoshida and Matriciani, um, you know, if one of them steps and you leave and, and like they leave a gap for someone for like another runner to get in behind. The other center back is not catching that person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if Yoshida steps and Matriciani has to then track like somebody else and you know, kind of come across at an angle, he's not getting there, and Yoshida's not yeah. getting there either. Yeah. Um, and I think 
I just think it's silly and kind of naive at times, given you know the the, the relative pace of those two guys. Um, it's tough. Although I think Derek Ray on the commentary said Matriciano was like our fastest player on the pitch or something. Don't know how that's possible. Yeah, but no. um, anyway, uh, I think he's the slowest. I think he's the slowest, fastest guy in the Bundesliga or something. something but yeah, no, I, I think that was. I think that's a little bit concerning. Um, but yeah, I mean, not you mean we're talking about Shvolov. Yeah, I'm not trying to blame him too much. The second, uh, the second goal, Bure's goal. Yeah. Once again, that's another really good solo goal. He he just kind of burned Yoshida and and Matriciani on that, and I don't and you know I don't blame Shvala for that one either. So, yeah. um, tough, tough. I mean, like yeah, I mean uh, Frankfurt were decisive when they got into those one v ones. I think I mean like their goals were well taken. Um, you know they deserved them. Uh, but you know I think outside of those of those moments, we created you know at least several moments of our of our own that were um, potentially worthy of making an impact if we had better and more decisive finishing and then also i think in this game in general we didn't make enough of once again our, our moments when we not not like you know like the, the final ball but like sometimes we'd break them down and, and we'd have like you know a man advantage or something and it looked like we'd be in a position to potentially create something in the final third and yeah. they all just fizzled out like bolter would take like an extra touch where he just whip a ball in or you know something along those lines yeah. and they all just kind of so like close yeah and, and that's where as 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 optimistic as i kind of was watching this game at times saying like hey you know rice actually looks like he's made an impact here once again, in terms of like the team looks well drilled, more organized than we were um, like that bodes well. We, I think we were in this game. We were competitive in this game, but it almost made me at the same time a little bit more pessimistic because it underscored the lack of quality. Yeah. Like it, it's difficult to tell what like where your quality level is yeah. when your team is just kind of in a shambles structurally because it's harder to judge. But then when your team is actually kind of like playing well, it, it kind of underscores the individual quality of players more in their decision making and their touch and their moments and i, I felt like watching that game i was like oh yeah we, i just we, we don't have it like i don't think we have the personnel so yeah. um we'll see how it goes we'll see if there's any more moves in the transfer market we'll see if some of the guys we brought in are going to be able to make an impact uh you know kazuki as well but um yeah kind of in a weird mood after that game what's your kind of general takeaway from yeah how are you, how i'm are in you a feeling? weird i'm in a weird position too because i think I'm happy about the positive the positive things I did see, right? The young guys, Kazuki really being uh, our best player, it seemed like in that game. Urundan seemed like to be solid, at least in the, in the left-back position for now. Um, midfield's okay. Lotsa did better than I expected he was going to do. But again, that final third, like you mentioned, the last, the last play just seems to be lacking, and it's probably a lack of quality. And so it's bittersweet for me because I think, yeah, there's some good things to take away. Oh, but we'll have like two days to mourn because we play RB Leipzig tomorrow. Uh, so we really have no time. This is English Volca. So obviously a game on Saturday, game tomorrow, and then a game on Sunday again. So uh, there's no time to kind of like figure this out. We have to just go with it and hope to hope the guys can build off the positivity and then get a result against RB Leipzig, who just drew Bayern uh, this past weekend, who were trying to, you know, they're, they're trying to hunt them down. And so um, difficult team that we got to come up against here. And then I guess obviously Cologne on the back end. And so we'll see. I mean, if we can figure this out, figure out the, a way to score goals and I think we'll be okay. But that's been our trouble all season long is scoring goals. Yes, it has. So, but I don't I don't know. No, the thing too is like even games like this, that one nil result that can't turn into a three nil result because, no. you know, no. once again, if, if we are able to find some, some points here and, and get into a relegation fight, then goal difference might come into play. Yes. And, and we have to find a way to not have these lopsided score lines, particularly when we played as well in this match. We can't allow that to just kind of turn into like, you know, a three or four nil result. We just can't do it. But um, I do appreciate you giving a shout out to Donnie Lotza. Um, that's something that I've been pretty critical on since he, you know, too, joined, yeah. since he joined Schalke. I think that was maybe his best performance 
in a Schalke kit so far against Frankfurt. I thought he was really solid up there. Yeah. Um, you know, classy and influential in possession. Um, I think he was like kind of man marking Kamada as well at, at times and, and did a decent job in that regard and kind of, you know, harassing him and, and, um, you know, not letting him have maybe the freedom that he would have liked to have for a lot of that. So I, I think he deserves a shout and that's going to be important too. Yeah, we're going to need him to play well, I think down the stretch, um, whether he's starting or in, in a rotational role. Yeah. I, I, the only other game I could think that Lazio did well um, was against Al in the second division last year where he had, I think he had a goal or two goals in that game, goal and assist, two goals and assist or something like that. So uh, yeah, no, this is a really good performance by Lazio. We need it, especially if Kral's going to be out or if he moves or who knows what's going to happen with this team, right? We don't know what the transfer is going to bring to us this uh, January. So, but uh, yeah, uh, big game tomorrow against RB Leipzig. Uh, obviously, the team is in the top four looking to try to dethrone Bayern. Will that happen? I don't know, but I mean, some guys we got to worry about. Obviously, Andre Silva, a, a fantastic striker. He just continues to score goals for them. Emil Forsberg, we all know about him. Sabalazai, uh, uh, Danny Almo. I mean, they just have a plethora of attackers. You know, Limer is very good. Schlager is very good. Um, it's just a good team. It's a good, solid team. Uh, they're probably the weakest spot is maybe the goalkeeper. And, you know, that's not a bad position that they have, honestly. So um, will they rotate? I would imagine some, but I'm the guys on the bench are good too. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see what we do. I mean, I, I, they didn't even play much of Werner and Polson and Haidara. And you imagine they're going to see a little bit more of those guys, too. Those are really the guys who are the key guys for them. So I don't know, man. It's going to be a, a true test for us. So we The first test was yeah. against Bayern. We did well. I don't know. We can't have a big scoreline against us. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Here's the thing. It's like we come back from this long break straight into an English of Vodka. And bah, it's, bah. It's, it's, you know, top four Frankfurt. Um, top four, top five, Leipzig. Yep. And then, and then on the weekend, we have Cologne, who just put seven goals past Wolfsburg <laughs> somehow. Oh, uh, you God. know, it's like I mean, just like okay. Um, so yeah, not not a particularly uh, friendly run of, of fixtures here to welcome us back. But we said that before the break is that like it's not about to get easier. No, when we come back from this, it's you know the, the schedule was was looking kind of thorny. Yeah, so. We'll see. Yeah, I, th I think there's positives to take away from that performance, but ultimately it's still a 3-0 loss, and that's the kind of thing that we just can't have. Um, yeah. So we have to find a way to get results, and it's not looking like that's going to be uh, in the odds for us tomorrow against Leipzig. What is going to what, what do we have to do to and I say, I say a win is going to be hard, but I mean, keep it close. Keep this game close, a draw, get something out of this game. What do we have to do in your eyes against a, a Leipzig uh, to have any kind of chance? Uh, probably not have Yoshida and Matriciani as a center back pairing. <laughs> um, and I say that I'm not trying to disrespect it. It's just no. like that. That is not. I'm sorry. It's not. I don't think it's a Bundesliga center back pairing. Mostly on the Matriciani side, but um, yeah, it's it's not a good combination. I I thought that the Vandenberg Yoshida combination had a little bit more potential just because you have a youthful, more Easier. athletic counterpart who can cover a little bit more ground along with you know the slightly more composed, you know heady Yoshida um but yeah the Matriciani I don't know together they just sort of du multiply duplicate sorry um each other's um weaknesses I feel like they magnify that yeah um and uh I don't know too many individual mistakes I think I think Frankfurt pulled us out of position pretty easily in this game um yeah. the, the system that Glasser's running they have a lot of they seem like a lot of rotations um where players will kind of like swap 
positions on the field yep. and just kind of move back and forth. And that's difficult for us to track. Yes. Um, I thought we were playing pretty narrow defensively at times too, and opening up a lot of spaces on the wings for some like overlapping runners to kind of sneak in and that kind of thing. So um, I think we're going to have our hands full with Leipzig. I think it's going to be, you know, honestly, probably a miracle if we Keep it come out of that game any better than we came out of this Frankfurt match. I think we just really have to probably target that, that Cologne match on the weekend as, as one to try to throw everything at it and, and get some points. Um, you know, got to try in all these matches and we don't have any other competitions to worry about at this point. So, um, you know, nothing to, uh, complain about from like, uh, we said a two and a half month break. People should be fresh. You know what I mean? We have, we have everything in our kind of in the cards here to kind of attack the second half of the season, but, um, no, I'm not particularly optimistic about the rest of this week for us. I am not either. Uh, I think the way to uh, approach this game is kind of how we approached it in the past. At least remember the, the Robbie Matando game where he got a goal when we won two nothing or three nothing that game. Similar to that, where we gotta like park the bus and play on the counterattack and hope that we can get Kazuki and and maybe Drexler or Bolter on a run there and try to get a, uh, a counterattacking goal. Because I don't, if we we expose ourselves like we did against Frankfurt, it's gonna be a long day. Uh, and given we only had two three days to kind of regroup from that last game. Uh, I am not looking forward to this game at all. So let's see, let's see what we can do. Uh, see what Rice can do. Um, he'll have to prove himself as a manager with a, with a two heavyweights coming back to back like this. Such you know, a couple days notice. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm not like like you. I'm not too optimistic, but you know, crazier things have happened. I guess so. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. Midday game. Uh, no, no live stream for sure. That's uh, we both got our jobs we got to take care of, so uh, not gonna be doing that. But uh, maybe this weekend for Cologne, right? The game's on Sunday night, so or Sunday, Sunday. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, anything to plug, Jack? No, just just nice to be back. Um, you know, I, I think as well that the break was probably much needed given the uh, the first half of the season how that went. I think it's gonna be probably an equally long second half of the season for us that we're in store for. So nice to get a little palate cleanser there and. Um, Ready to have my heart broken again. Amen. Ready for it. Bring it on. Amen. Amen. Uh, we are uh, was hoping to release this before the Eintracht game, but you know, our lives will get crazy even when there's no when there's no Schalke. Uh, we are working on other websites so we can you know write more and share more Schalke stuff. So be on the lookout for that in the near future. We're also trying to create a place, a community, a bigger community for English community for our Schalke fans, our Schalke uh, followers. Uh, and do a little Discord, and so everyone can you know get in there and chat there. So because we have people spread out all around, let's bring everybody in one place and talk Schalke there together. Is, uh, obviously the the German community is huge, but you know for those who don't speak German very well, bring them to a place where they can speak English and talk Schalke. So be on the lookout for that here in the near future. So uh, yeah, long week ahead. English Volka. It's a lot to uh, wrap our heads around, and it's such a short notice right back after the break. So. Um, yeah, Jack, where can our followers find you on social media? At JM Mangan, J-M-M-A-N-G-A-N on Twitter. That's can, that's mid-season form. There despite it is. The break. It is pretty good. Right pretty it. good. You can find me at R underscore K-H-A-R-M-A-N. Uh, thank you for everyone who joined us in the chat tonight. And thank you for all those who listen to us uh, around the globe. But we definitely appreciate it. So for Jack, I'm Richard. We'll catch you on the next episode. And uh, let's hope the guys get one uh, tomorrow and Sunday. So look out. 